if you are self-aware enough to know that you are struggling or that you could use support, um, I think it's really beautiful to ask for help and to admit that you need support. There is nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think it's really brave to do so. Hello, beauty. Yes, you. Join me, host Joyce Platon, as I chat with today's beauty, wellness, and lifestyle visionaries. Let's discover their motivating journey together as I merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty. This episode is brought to you by Cubby, the perfect skincare routine that's simple and effective with just three essentials for healthy skin. Shop the Cubby routine at CubbySkin.com and get 10% off with code HelloBeauty. That's H-E-L-L-O-B-E-A-U-T-Y. To help spread the word of positive inner beauty, I invite you to please subscribe, rate, five stars would be lovely, and leave a review on Hello Beauty. This makes it easier for people to find the podcast. Thanks and enjoy this episode. Hey there, Joyce Baton here and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Allison Lasov. Allison is a licensed marriage and family therapist and is also the co-founder and CEO of Advocate. Advocate's mission is to make therapy accessible through therapist options. Advocate utilizes a matching algorithm that provides patients with therapist options based on availability, insurance, and type of therapy. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Allison. Hi, thank you for having me. With my own experience, I'm always confused and I always have so many questions navigating through getting proper mental health care. So I'm really excited to learn more about Advocate and what you do. So for the benefit of the listeners and viewers, talk to me about your background and what compelled you to start Advocate and even being a licensed marriage and family therapist. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll first say that you're not alone um, in feeling a little bit confused how to navigate the process. I mean, that's really why we launched Advocate, which I'm happy to get into um, a little bit later. But my background really, um, initially, I set out actually I was an English major in undergrad and I, I really had a passion for storytelling for you know learning about people and their backgrounds and their stories and I thought that naturally literature and English major would be the right fit for me. Um, I discovered through my university coursework that I actually loved my psychology classes even more and I kind of had an epiphany in my senior year, which is a little bit late, but my senior year of uh, undergrad at UCLA, I discovered that wait, I actually don't want to go the, the English major route. I'd love to pursue a career in psychology. So long story short, um, I ended up kind of scrambling to, to take the prereqs to apply for a graduate program in clinical psychology. Um, I ended up going that route, uh, became a licensed, as you said, marriage and family therapist, practiced in the LA area for uh, a couple years, and then realized that I wanted to do something a little bit different, a little bit more entrepreneurial mixed with mental health. And that's kind of the, uh, how Advocate was born. Yeah, did you always have that entrepreneurial spirit? You know, it's funny, um, people have asked me that before and I, I used to say no, um, but now I'm kind of thinking back, even as a kid, I always wanted to like have the garage sale or, you know, have the lemonade stand or yeah. even these small things. Um, I think, I think yes, but I didn't, uh, I did not know what Advocate would become when I first launched it, I, I can kind of share a little bit about that. Now we, uh, my co-founder and I really launched 
advocate as a response to so many people telling us that it was so difficult, as you mentioned, to find the right fit in a therapist to figure out how to navigate payment when it came to therapy. Um, and as a therapist myself, hearing this firsthand from patients and their, you know, their families, I said, wait a minute, you know, there's 50 dating apps out there to help you find the right, you know, significant other. Why is there nothing out there? And this is 2017 at the time. Why is there nothing out there to help match you with the right mental health uh, professional? And so my co-founder and I sort of, uh, you know, launched a very minimal website, but it was, you know, put in what you're looking for in a therapist and we're going to find that therapist for you. And at first it was very manual. You know, I matched people with people I knew that were therapists who I thought would be a good fit. Um, obviously we've evolved to a much more automated operation, but uh, the goal now really is helping people find the right therapist and then helping them understand how they can use their in-network or out-of-network insurance to pay for therapy. Yeah, you would think like it would come second nature to us because it seems like all our life we, we are dealing with insurance anyway, but right. we're still confused. Yeah. So what does the advocate aim to solve when it comes to this? It's a good point you bring up, and it's it's really a, a, a disservice that these insurance carriers, I, I believe, almost intentionally make it confusing, um, especially the out-of-network component. And what I mean by that is it is very confusing for a patient to know, you know, okay, I'm going to pay in full, let's say 200 bucks for this therapy session, and then my therapist if I ask, if I know to ask for it, might give me an invoice or what we call a super bill in the mental health space, then I have to take that to my insurance carrier, submit it online, possibly follow up with a phone call. I mean, it's, they make it, I think, intentionally challenging so that patients don't seek that reimbursement, um, which really is unfair. At Advocate, what we're doing is we're saying, um, okay, patient, why don't you go ahead and input your insurance details we will, on your behalf, figure out your bottom line, you know, what therapy will cost you. We will only charge you what you owe. So, you know, no longer do you have to pay in full and then do all that kind of paperwork uh, shenanigans, I guess. Uh, and we'll take care of it for you and we'll help you along the way. And then on the therapist side, we're also saying, hey, therapist, we will do this for you as well. You know, we'll file the paperwork, we'll file the claims so that you and your patients can just focus on the actual treatment and not worry about all these kind of periphery logistics that come with therapy. I've actually went through the app, but I did not select, oh, great. My, ther yeah, I did not select my therapist yet because quite frankly, those three sounded amazing. <laughs> if I want all three of them, but so I'm still deciding, but when I do like a therapist, do you guys collect credit card information just so that files are already in there? And then, you know, once we go through that initial consultation or meeting, advocate will just charge us. That's exactly right. Um, so, and you referenced the three, which, which um, yeah. I, I should probably mention. So what we do is we survey the patient. You, you took it so you can speak to this. It was like a two minute experience, you enter, you know, a couple of answers to questions that we prompt you with, and then we give you three matches. And the reason for three is because it's not so many that you feel choice paralysis that you might feel on like an online directory service, but it's not one referral that maybe a, a doctor would give you, you know, just one name that they happen to know in the community. We give three. Um, and we've seen that with giving three, we have very high conversions to uh, successful experiences between patient um, and, and therapists. So yes, in that onboarding process, you would select your therapist. We would collect your insurance information. If you 
choose to share it with us, um, as well as your credit card, so that it's a very seamless experience when you go to that session with the therapist that you've chosen, they indicate to us on their dashboard that they've come in, we charge you the card, we, I'm sorry, we charge your card, we file the paperwork on your behalf, um, and take care of everything kind of behind the scenes. So again, the focus is on you and your mental health treatment and not having to worry about credit cards and paperwork and insurance claims. Insurance usually give you a directory because actually I they don't even voluntarily give you a director directory of like you know your doctors or um, mental health providers. But I literally have to call my insurance and ask yep. for that directory and tell them this is my zip code, who's in here. And usually it's like three hundred pages or something. And I'm like now I have to randomly in the wheel and then put my finger <laughs> on yeah. like whatever person like I pick and I'll call them and then I'm on on wait like forever on their doctor's office. <laughs> I'm exhaling because I have a lot to say about this. Um, <laughs> yes. So there's a few problems as you've identified with that experience. The first is that when you call your insurance company, the person who answers the phone is almost like alphabetically reading you a list of in-network providers who may or may not a even still be with that carrier. Who knows if it's even an updated list, you know, um, and B most importantly, who knows if that person um, is even a good fit for you, you know, just to give you a first and last name and a zip code does not necessarily mean that that therapist is the right fit for you. Um, I have the same problem when people go to their primary care doctor. Um, it's not that you shouldn't go to your doctor and ask for a referral, but just make sure that you're curious and you, you make sure that referral that they're giving you is not just the first name that comes to mind, but that it really it's the right clinician for your specific set of needs. Mm -hmm. um, oftentimes, People have kind of in their pocket two names that they've had for 20 years. And those those clinicians are not the right fit for every kind of patient. Yeah, actually, like what I'm looking at right now is like on my phone and I'm on your website and, you know, I'm on like those three therapists yep. that were matched with me. And then I love how there's more info about each therapist. So again, it's like, okay, I, the re, you know, it makes it easier for me. It's like, oh, it seems like, you know their background and whatever they value aligns with my own values. So it makes me even more comfortable to choose that particular therapist. So that's what I love about it. Oh, thank you for that feedback. Yeah. I mean, how it works on our site is a therapist um, is allowed to kind of display a brief mm -hmm. bio about themselves so that the patient can, like you said, feel if it resonates with them. Mm -hmm. um, we show a photo, we show specialties, we show if they're um, in network or not among other things that we show. Um, and the goal really is for the patient to determine if any of these matches um, feel right for them. And earlier you had said, how do I choose? Which is interesting, before launching Advocate, I didn't know that this was happening on the clinician side of things from, from my perspective then. But oftentimes patients will select, let's say two of the three therapists to have uh, what most therapists offer, which is a 15 or so minute free consultation where you, the patient can chat with them and see if on the phone, there's a vibe or, you know, some kind of chemistry that you guys have. And that's totally fine to do with a couple therapists to feel out, is this the right fit for me before you go into that first longer session? Yeah. And I think, I don't know, I feel like I don't get this from my like therapist or my first doctor visit, but there's a 50% off per session. So I, yeah. is that like, you know, something that like an incentive that you guys give off the bat. 
Yeah. So we offer new patients 50% off uh, and advocate covers that because we really feel strongly in the importance of mental health care and mental health treatment. Um, we want to encourage people to take that first step. It can be for some challenging to ask for help, um, even more challenging to actually go and receive the help. And so, you know, someone like you, who is already 90% of the way there in our process, mm-hmm. we just want to tack that on as an extra, like, you can do this, you know, we're going to help cover that first session to make it even easier for you to get in the door. Um, and we feel strongly that once you begin that, you know, therapeutic, uh, therapeutic journey, that you will hopefully stick with it and, and see uh, positive results. Yeah, I love that. For those who are seeking therapy for the first time, what are your tips on making their first visit a success? It's a great question. Um, I would say to possibly uh, hold off on having any set expectations of what therapy is. I know many people used to come to me and they would say, okay, you know, I'm here, I'm going to come for three sessions and you're going to fix me. And this is what we're going to do, you know, and and I, I kind of had to remind them that, you know, everyone has a different experience. Some people are in therapy their whole lives. Some people are in therapy for 20 sessions. Um, It's never one or two sessions. So I think just maybe pausing on the expectations that you have and just kind of being present in the moment and seeing where the experience takes you. Um, I am cognizant that therapy can be very expensive for people and they may not be able to afford kind of endless sessions. And so there is some anxiety around, okay, when am I going to see results? When am I going to see results? Um, But I think actually experiencing what you're learning in therapy instead of waiting for the the outcome. Um, I just like to remind people not to set, you know, such strict expectations of what therapy will be and and to really just enjoy the the journey and the the process. What is one thing that stuck to you the most that surprised you that you've learned along the way? I want to say something that uh, maybe it was a surprise, but it it was almost like a a happy validation um, was that therapists and patients were both confused by the insurance process and That's how to navigate crazy. that. Really? And therapists, believe it or not, come to us just as often as patients do with questions around insurance and billing because so many therapists don't want to deal with insurance whatsoever because it can be really a logistical nightmare. Um, not to mention that insurance carriers typically don't reimburse therapists very well for their time. And so dissimilar from other doctors who might have some pretty high rates that they receive from the insurance payers, not really the case for in-network therapists. And so a little bit of a surprise, but also I kind of had a feeling about this given that I am a therapist. Um, Yeah, both groups tend to come to us kind of uh, equally with questions around insurance. So it really just proved that, wow, there is a need for a service like Advocate where we can take that insurance misinformation and confusion off of both plates And uh, we'll handle that so that the therapist can focus on helping their patients. How many therapists do you have in your company? Yeah, so we have a couple thousand therapists. Um, We are in 14 different markets um, Mm -hmm. across the country. And our goal really is to open nationwide with Advocate. Um, These things take time. You know, we we began with 10 therapists and then 20 and then a couple hundred and now a couple thousand. So we are sort of... um, actively seeking new markets to to go into. Right now, we are along the West Coast, uh, the East Coast, and a little bit in the, the Midwest. Correct me if I'm wrong. I wasn't sure, but I haven't looked. Do you guys have an app for this already? 
So it's a great question. We don't have a, a mobile app. We have a website that you can access on your phone. So what they call like mobile friendly website. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things that we do want to build in the future is an app so that patients can just come on, you know, schedule their session or message their therapist that way. Um, so many users, I would say the vast majority of our users do use their phone um, to, you know, access the advocate platform. So on our product roadmap is to build out uh, an app in the future. Mental health has been even more in the foreground lately, especially, you know, what we've been experiencing for like the past year and a half. And a lot of athletes, um, an example would be professional tennis player Naomi Osaka coming out and advocating for mental health, where she talks about expressing that it's okay to not be okay. What are your thoughts about how it's okay to speak about your experiences and just come out and come forward with it? Yeah. I would say that it's absolutely wonderful that people with a platform are now more than ever speaking out about their own personal mental health. Um, I think it helps people to see, uh, like you said, athletes that they look up to who are very openly sharing. You know, there's Simone Biles, there's Naomi Osaka, as you mentioned, among many others who are sharing their their experiences of mental health. I think it really helps to destigmatize, you know, mental health in general and, and seeking therapy. One in five Americans at any given point are struggling with mental health. That is a large number. Um, 40 million Americans have an anxiety disorder, not just like, you know, they're anxious about an upcoming exam. You know, they have an actual diagnosable anxiety disorder. That is a very large amount of people. Um, so the fact that celebrities and athletes are coming out and sharing their personal experience, I think definitely moves the needle. I would say that that's a more recent thing in the past couple of years. And um, it's unfortunate that before that, and, and even now there still is in many communities, this kind of stigma and this judgment around asking for help. Um, here at Advocate, we want to change that. And, you know, we're, we're a small company trying to move the needle, but it's nice to see that there are so many other companies, organizations, and people who are really trying to help normalize. It's okay to work on your mental fitness, just like you work on your physical fitness. You mentioned anxiety. I know that that word can be thrown around very loosely. What are the misconceptions around anxiety? Yeah, you know, I think because all of us innately can experience anxiety, you mm -hmm. know, like that basic human fight or flight that we've all learned about, that is a form of anxiety. But when you are diagnosed with an anxiety disorder, um, I think people sometimes underestimate how challenging that can be. They say, you know, sometimes you'll hear things like, oh, you can just get over it, work through it, you'll be fine. Or, oh, it's not a big of a deal. You know, I get anxious too. Or, you know, and, and I think people are well-intentioned trying to relate maybe to the person who's struggling, but it can come off kind of like they're dismissing what that person's really going through or minimizing um, what an anxiety disorder can feel like. And there's many different kinds of uh, anxiety disorders. But yeah, I think the misconception I would say overall is that it's not that big of a deal. And that's not the case. Um, many people, as I mentioned earlier, there's 40 million Americans who have a diagnosable uh, anxiety disorder. That's a very large number of people. Each person's experience is very different from other people's experiences. So it's, it's hard to say, right? What is the standard of what anxiety is? <laughs> yeah. And, and I would say that many people don't know how to identify anxiety within themselves because it can mask itself 
like nervousness or, you know, we all get a little nervous about certain things or a little anxious about certain things. Um, and that's completely fine and completely normal. Um, and when someone has those feelings often and they're elevated and, um, you know, they meet the, the criteria for an actual uh, condition. I mean, that's, that's really serious and it should be taken serious. Um, anxiety disorders are highly treatable. It's again, very common. Um, and I really hope that over time it can be more normalized and destigmatized so that people don't associate or um, kind of bottle up shame or um, fear and sharing that they're going through that. I totally agree. Here at Hello Beauty, we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you. What advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? If you are self-aware enough to know that you are struggling or that you could use support, um, I think it's really beautiful to ask for help and to admit that you need support. There is nothing wrong with that. In fact, I think it's really brave to do so. Um, so yeah, that's what I would associate kind of like inner beauty uh, when it relates to mental health. So what is something exciting in store for you? Could be personal or advocate? Personal. I, I had a my first child a couple months ago. Congratulations. So yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm just kind of navigating how to raise a infant um, while nurturing the my company, which is advocate, obviously. Um, so yeah, just watching my son kind of grow up and hit these different milestones as a, a personal uh, experience for me right now. And then for Advocate, um, we mentioned this earlier, but really our goal is just to make sure that we help as many people as possible. So we are actively opening in new markets in new states across the country, um, trying to get feedback from both patients and therapists on what else we could offer as a platform, resource-wise, product-wise. Um, and so, yeah, really excited to take that feedback and to start introducing new products and features in 2022 on Advocate. Yeah, no, I'm definitely like in your platform now and I've gone through, like what you mentioned, 90% of the process and everything was so easy and seamless and mobile friendly. I just oh. did it like pretty quickly on my phone. Um, yeah, like everything was very straightforward. And I love that again, that there was a background and a bio for those three therapists that, was, that were recommended to me. And yeah, I'm excited to actually just go through the process and go, go find my, you know, potential new therapist. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess you are an advocate, as we say. Now you're an Definitely, advocate. Definitely. Yeah. Of I advocate. wanted to note though, Ashley, um, one thing I noticed also is that you, um, your platform asked if we preferred a female, male, or non-binary therapist. And I really appreciated that because Sometimes, I mean, you know, it's all definitely personal preference, whatever makes the, you know, the client more comfortable or the patient. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that one of the things that we don't have today, but we are going to be releasing in the very near future um, are more questions like that. You know, are you looking for a therapist, uh, a person of color? Are you looking for someone who speaks a certain language? Um, you know, to be honest, we couldn't really offer those questions in the early days because we didn't have enough diversity among our therapists. We didn't have an, enough therapists that we could really match based on all the things as well as um, ethnic background, language, et cetera. Now that we have thousands of therapists among 14 different states, um, we definitely can start to offer that as um, one of the questions. And so uh, that is something that we'll be releasing in the next couple of weeks on our website and people can filter that way as well. In addition, you also requested that if we wanted or interested in in-person or virtual meeting. And again, this whole advocate process, definitely seamless. And 
yeah, I don't know if I'm even going to go back to my main insurance carrier to inquire information about my mental health providers. But yeah, definitely just go through advocate for me. <laughs> oh, that's so nice to hear. And what I will say is for folks listening who already have a therapist, we actually have a feature where you can invite your current therapist to join advocate so that you, the patient, can benefit from us helping you with the whole insurance process. So if someone already has a therapist and that therapist today is not one of our advocate therapists, they can easily go on our website and send their therapist kind of like a packet of, of how to join advocate um, so that they, the patient can benefit from our offering. Oh, that's amazing. I think I can recommend this to my therapist then, my current therapist. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Thank you so much, Allison, for your time. I had so much fun talking about advocate and learning more about you. Thanks, Joyce. Really appreciate the time.